Hey everyone, welcome back to this week's episode of the Beneath the Layers podcast. This week I have my amazing and beautiful girlfriend, Daisy. Uh, And this week we'll uh, get a little bit into who she is as a person and uh, some of the experiences that she has throughout her life. Uh, I know that, I know some of them, but I may not know all of them. So maybe we can talk or the conversation might come up where she talks about something that I don't even know about. So we'll see. We'll see how that goes, but um, if Daisy, if you want to go ahead and introduce yourself a little bit. Yeah, sure. Um, So, like you said, my name is Daisy. Um, I like to paint. Um, He's the scientist in the relationship, and I lean more towards law. Um, I love to read books. Um, I guess that's something we both have in common. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it's just something about me. So at what age did you realize that you could actually paint? Because <laughs> she's really good, by the way. Um, I mean, I'd have to say it started in high school hmm. when I became more involved in, like, my student government. Um, I would help, like, create, uh, like, murals for our assemblies and things of that nature. Yeah. Um, and then I would just, you know, paint by myself at home. Um, and then I guess once COVID started, we were all locked up in our houses. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess I just started, uh, painting more and more and, uh, yeah, that's... Wait, so you didn't really paint from leaving high school until like COVID hit or you did paint still? So I, I did, but I wasn't as consistent mm-hmm. as, um, you know, I was always busy with work and school. So once COVID hit, we were kind of stuck at home yeah and that's what i spent most of my time doing okay just painting i guess that was just like a way like to escape like being <laughs> locked up yeah you know well, um but, yeah. yeah um is there like a favorite type of painting that you like to do or something like that um i really like to do landscapes okay that's my favorite um or seascapes you know mm-hmm. i love the ocean yeah um so yeah, I guess just nature in general. We were in the ocean a little bit today, so if you're watching the video format, you can probably <laughs> see I'm a little sunburned. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I've seen a couple of, you know, I, I think I've only seen you paint in person one time. Once, yeah. did it together, and it was a pretty, I think, it was like, I mean, I don't really know. I'm not a painter, so I don't know what we were painting was more of a simple thing to paint. <laughs> But does it tend to take you a long time to paint certain things, like a landscape, for example, or? Mm-hmm. Um, well, yeah, I guess it would just depend on, like, like the, in the reference photo, like whatever I'm, I decide mm. to paint. Um, if it requires more detail, then that would require more time. Yeah. Um, and then depending on the size of the painting that I want to do, um, like the painting I made you. Yeah. I made a Yosemite painting. Yeah. Um, that took me couple hours I'd uh, say like five hours yeah yeah wow that and it's actually oh well, yeah because it's at five hours and I don't I can't really show anybody it right now but <laughs> it was kind of small it wasn't like a mm-hmm. big canvas or anything like that yeah. it was a smaller one but um yeah, so what was you say has been the biggest painting that you've ever painted or canvas size or anything like that um That'd probably have to be the one I did that was like 24 inches by 24 inches. Uh-huh. Um, but then, yeah, that that would have to be the biggest one I did. 
Um, probably took me about five hours to paint. But then again, if I was to do a smaller painting, it might take me the same amount of time yeah. if it requires more detail. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess it just depends um, what it is that I'm painting. Um, but yeah. So I guess to dive a little bit uh, deeper into this passion for painting that you found, mm -hmm. um, I heard you mention a little bit that you used it sort of as a way of getting away or something like that, um, taking your mind off of other things. But yeah. so is it whenever you feel like you were, felt a lot of, sh like you felt a lot of stress or something, mm -hmm. that you, you know, decided to just you, that's when you choose to paint or like does it just come to you like do you only paint when you're feeling a little wanting to get away from the, the world and put yourself into your own little world and start painting or yeah so it gets it just depends like what mood i'm in mm -hmm. um sometimes if i'm really stressed with work or school or when i was in school um i'd paint um or let's say like we've gone to the beach and i've taken pictures of like the sunset or something and that inspires me and i want to paint that yeah so i guess it just really depends um but definitely if i'm stressed or something overwhelmed i just i guess i just like to take out my emotion yeah. and put that in the painting so does it um like do the paint the types of paintings you end up doing depend on the stress or the sort of inspiration you have at that moment do you think hey yeah i think so my some of the most darkest <laughs> paintings that i've done i guess um are probably like when i'm the most stressed yeah um you can just see it like in the colors that i you know decide to pick um or you can just like feel it i yeah. guess um, and then when I guess I'm like the happiest when I'm painting, you can notice that too with what I choose to paint and like the colors that I pick. Yeah, mm -hmm. I think it just all like makes sense. <laughs> yeah. So what would you say is your darkest painting? Now? <laughs> um, I like I said I liked painting landscapes, so yeah. um, I have one where I painted a forest, um, and that one I guess it'd have to be like. I guess the darkest. Yeah. And, yeah. And do you remember how you were feeling in that moment? Mm-hmm. Um, this is like back when COVID started, mm -hmm. a couple months in, um, and uh, you know, just feeling really overwhelmed and um, trapped. I guess um, I was going through something at that yeah. time. You might know what I'm talking <laughs> about. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, you can definitely tell. The painting, I'll have to show it to you sometimes. Yeah, you, you haven't see it. Showed yeah, me that yeah. Well, I haven't showed you a lot of yeah, my paintings. Yeah, I was about to say, I don't think you've actually showed me a lot of your paintings. Yeah, I ask her all the time, but you know, yeah, she doesn't want to show me. <laughs> I always give you paintings, right? she, she's made a couple for me though, which I really appreciate because um, I don't really think I have any artistic talent when it comes to painting or drawing or anything like that. So it's really cool that, um, that you do that, actually. Thank you. Um, so, I mean, you said that, or you mentioned that you're going through something at the beginning of COVID. Um, do you think that was sort of your darkest moment, I guess? Or have you had dark moments before that? And how did you find, or what sort of decisions did you make and progress did you make to sort of pull yourself out of those, those moments? Mm-hmm. Um, 
definitely surrounding myself with my friends and mm-hmm. my family I think definitely helped me get out of that rut that I was in yeah um and I would say that was like one of my darkest times yeah um you know when you're sort of sort of like clouded with this depression you you're not really sure what to do or you don't even want to wake up you just want to stay sleeping and um, it, it definitely helped being surrounded by you know my loved ones and my my friends going out um hiking doing things outdoors that yeah. definitely helped a lot um and then painting of course you know that was like my yeah. way of uh you know escaping or whatnot um but yeah that i definitely have to say that yeah yeah so what would be one thing that um you say has helped you the most when you're in like your darkest time like they're like whether it's a specific person or whether it's like uh, a specific hobby or thing that you found to help you like maybe it was painting for you but mm-hmm. like is there something that really helped you come out of those dark moments that you had um, you said that you felt depressed at a certain time in your life like what helped you sort of come out of that depression or, or who in that case it could be mm-hmm. uh, a what or a who so what would you say for um, you that thing or person was for me I'd have to say um, when I'd go out hiking mm-hmm. during these times um, you know just being outside by myself um, not e- yeah I didn't even have to be in the company with anybody else just being with myself and my thoughts and really thinking about what I was going through and just reminding myself that this was only temporary that it was going to pass yeah um that definitely that really helped me um so yeah you know just being out in nature and um i guess just reflecting on myself and that that really helped yeah mm-hmm. that's good i mean there, i feel like it's very difficult for people to find what that thing is for them yeah and especially when they're feeling like really down on themselves you know so i'm glad that you were able to find sort of uh something that helped you mm-hmm. push through that moment in time have you ever felt depressed or have you ever had like a really dark moment and um i mean yeah i have you know a lot a lot of these moments came a lot more when i was a little bit younger than i am now because now i sort of created a mindset mm-hmm. where i it's not that i don't allow myself to feel down or but it's more like I recognize when a moment is dark yeah. and I'm able to kind of handle it a little bit better. Yeah. So then by doing that, it just kind of helps me not be in a dark moment, you know, now. Mm-hmm. But before, I mean, like, there's plenty of times when I felt very down and uh, I don't know if you'd call it depressed, but at that moment in time, I would say that it felt like it was depression, yeah. you know. Um, but... Uh, yeah, I mean, I feel like I, a lot of people have gone through something that's made them feel really upset or down on themselves or depressed, whatever the case might be. And they just um, maybe the I think the first step of kind of getting out of it is recognizing it mm-hmm. and, and and sort of accepting it in a way yeah. and being like, OK, this is how I feel. Now, what can I do to you know not feel this way anymore and go mm-hmm. back to feeling happy I yeah. guess yeah no that makes sense yeah. so yeah personally for me it's just a lot of it was like when I was a little bit younger mm-hmm. you know so yeah now 
I think, well, I, I haven't met you a couple years ago, but we didn't really like talk too much, yeah. right? Um, and then we sort of um, reconnected. And when we reconnected, though, this was after, or were you still feeling like in your dark? Because we, we so for, sorry, for those who don't know, we reconnected just last year during COVID. <laughs> so, um, was that were you? Did you feel like you were when we reconnected? Did you feel like you were still in a dark moment at that moment in time, or um, were you already kind of out of that? And um, I, I was already kind of out of it. Okay. Um, yeah. But um, yeah, and then just like hanging out with you, you just made everything a lot better. I don't know. Being with you, it's, just, it's yeah, it's, you you make me feel really calm. So uh-huh. it's something I really enjoyed. Um, I still enjoy time with you. I make you feel calm? Yeah. Everybody's going to see you laughing. <laughs> Sorry. I'm just kidding. Um, but, yeah, um, I yeah, I can say that I was definitely out of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, yeah, I remember um, that at that moment when we had reconnected, uh, I was just sort of in a transition. I feel like I was in a transition period myself. Mm-hmm. Um not necessarily from a dark moment, but I feel like what I was going through at that moment in time was more of a learning moment, as if like the universe or um, was tr- just trying to teach me some sort of lesson. And um, I feel like you came along at the perfect time to help me realize what that lesson was. And so I w- just want to thank you for that. <laughs> Otherwise, I don't know what, where where I would be in this particular moment in time. But um, yeah, so I mean, I feel like ever since we reconnected, and then ever since we ended up dating, um, I've just felt a lot more calm as well, happy, really? and uh, uh-huh. almost like if nothing else in the world really matters. Yeah. Except, I mean. I mean, there are things that matter, but you know what I mean. <laughs> you know what I mean. So, yeah. Um, it still blows my mind how we met several years ago. Yeah. And then we had no communication for yeah. like three years. And then... Yeah, just about, yeah. just popped up into each other's life, lives. Yeah. We just popped up somehow. Somehow. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. No, no, I mean, it's just, you know, things, I feel like things just happen for a reason, so. Yeah. Um, I'm, and you know me now, so it's like I'm always, uh, um, try to do your best to live in the present moment mm-hmm. type of person, so yeah. when we reconnected, I was like, okay, let's just take it each day as it comes, and whatever happens will happen, because it's supposed to, you know? Yeah. So, you know, never look too far ahead in the future. Never look too far behind you in the past. Just enjoy life as it is now, you know? So, um, you know, that's something that I try to tell a lot of people whenever I have conversations with them and, like, sort of these deeper interconnected conversations come up. Mm -hmm. The one thing that I've noticed that has been the most common sort of I wouldn't really call it advice, but like um, the the thing that I tell them 
that I tend to tell people the most, no matter, then everybody has different situations, right? Mm-hmm. But the thing that I end up telling people the most is like, you have to try not to look so far ahead, try not to look so far behind and focus on today and enjoy today. Cause you don't want to keep like, for example, keep looking to the future and then you finally get there and realize you never really lived your life mm-hmm. because you ended up right so there. So focused on that, getting there. Yeah, and so you kind of end up like, well, what now? Yeah. <laughs> sort of thing, <laughs> you know. And then you do that all over again. So, I mean, you know, what would you say is has been your most, or where you felt the most accomplished? Where I felt the most accomplished? You need to talk about it, man. Yeah, where you felt the most accomplished. Okay. Um... Or... What's been the mo- like the moment that you think you felt the most accomplished? I'd have to say when I uh, received my bachelor's. Oh. Yeah, uh, college was really hard for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, the transition, I guess, was really difficult. Um, you know, from high school to college, you you're basically on your own. You don't have no teacher telling you to get your stuff done. You have to do it yourself, and yeah. you know, planning out. Uh, your assignments, things like that. I really struggled with that for the first quarter. Um, you know, I got the hang of it. Um, I had my friends help me and stuff, but I also dealt with a lot of anxiety in college. Okay. Um, and I was to the point where I almost dropped out of college. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, but, you know, I got help for that. And um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really proud of myself for finishing, which is why I think that's one of my most proudest yeah. moments. So what, what was the, uh, I guess, breaking point where you felt like you were going to drop out? Drop out? Yeah. Um, well, for me, um, I kind of felt like I didn't belong there. Mm-hmm. At some point, I felt like that. And so I'd just be really overwhelmed all the time in class. And so um, I would just question myself, like, why am I even here? Mm-hmm. You know? Um, but then I would just remind myself like what I wanted to do in the future. Like, oh, well, at that time I was studying biology. <laughs> Completely yeah. changed. Um, you know, I was like, well, I want to become a doctor. And mm-hmm. so, you know, and just remind myself that. And um, But, you know, things change. And, um, yeah, I just worked through it and um, graduated. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, I think I was there. <laughs> yes, you were. <laughs> So how was that? I mean, I know you graduated during COVID times, technically. So, mm-hmm. um, did was that did that affect you in any way, or were you still very proud and felt accomplished of that achievement? Did you want it to be something a little bit bigger, or did that kind of ruin your uh, well, your plans a little? It was really different. Yeah. Because I spent my last quarter um, online. Mm-hmm. It's not how people imagine their last quarter in college to be. Um, but, yeah, I, I also really struggled with um, staying on top of my assignments and just, you know, doing my work just because everything's online, yeah. you know. So that was a little difficult. Um, and then obviously with graduation, um, I graduated in 2020. Yeah. So we just, we had like an online ceremony Mm-hmm. It's a really big accomplishment, so you'd want to walk across the stage, you know? That's true, yeah. Um, but we had that this year, which was really nice. Um, but yeah, I guess, you know, just the small things. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, uh, at least you're able to walk across the state. I know even when he did that, it was a little limited. But, yeah. You know, it's still it's still something to walk across. Yeah, of you know? course. Of course. So, I mean, as far as... Oh, and, sorry. Not no, go ahead, go ahead. Don't mean to cut you off. But um, my parents, I, I think I made my parents really proud when I graduated in college, you know. Yeah. Um, I think my mom made it to, like, elementary school, like, sixth oh, really? grade, yeah. Wow. My dad, I think he made it to, like, 11th grade. Mm-hmm. So he didn't graduate high school. And so they always pushed, like, me and my brothers to go to college, you yeah. know, finish school. Um, and so they were really happy that I, you know, I graduated. I was also the first in my family to go to college. So oh, that was wow. a really big thing. Yeah. yeah. So. Me too. I was the yeah. first. Yeah. To go to college. I'm also the oldest though, but neither my brother or sister are currently taking the college route right now. Um, but you know, everybody's different. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, that's true. Sometimes college isn't for everyone, but um, mm-hmm. you know, there's some there's some things that if you want to do them, you have to like go to school to do yeah, like to be a doctor, for example. Yeah. <laughs> there's no getting out of that. No. Yeah. <laughs> but um, so what would you say is like your 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 goal now? Like what what are you pushing to to do now? Now that you have your degree and everything, like what's something that you really want to either do with that or just do in general? Mm-hmm. Um, now that you're not in school anymore. So for me, my ultimate goal is to go to law school. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd like to become a lawyer someday. Um, right now, I'm just thinking about working, saving up some money to go yeah. into law school. Um, I'm really interested in uh, intellectual property, yeah. something that I'm really interested in. And so, you know, going into that field, um, something I really want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I just tie that back to, like, my art and stuff. So that's yeah, something that's I Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, so that's the goal. So we'll see. See how yeah. that goes. Well, from what I know, it seems like you're doing pretty great. At least you're taking in terms of working towards that goal. So mm-hmm. I'm very proud of you. I'm sure Thank there's you. a lot of people that are very proud of you as Thank well. Thank um, So uh, is there something that you found while working in this field, in the, I guess, the law sort of field, mm-hmm. that you don't really enjoy as much as you thought you might have? Or... Um, something like that um no honestly i i really enjoy like the whole process of mm-hmm. it you know um i think it's when you find something you really like yeah there's really like no i guess downside to it i mean you are stressed <laughs> sometimes but you know that's the least of it you know yeah um but no i i really enjoy it you know i meet new people um mm. We all have an interest in something, you know, so, and the same thing, I mean. Yeah. And so, no, I really, really enjoy it. Yeah, that's good. I mean, that's one, and that's another thing that I always try to tell people is like, you know, you, um, you'll find the most happiness when you actually enjoy something that you do yeah. for a living. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you're just working for the money, I feel like a lot of times. miserable. Yeah, a lot of times you end up uh, pretty miserable or unmotivated to yeah. even get up to go to work every day mm-hmm. you know at least if there's something that you enjoy doing you can find the motivation to just do that thing yeah exactly and so i mean uh, i'm glad that you really enjoy what you're doing that i'm sure his now I, I mean honestly i would say that you're definitely even when i first met you it was very easy to tell you're one of the most nicest <laughs> and positive people i've ever met <laughs> 
Um, and then when we reconnected again and I got to know you a lot more, yeah. it kind of just solidified that because you, you know, like extremely nice and always want to do the right thing all the time <laughs> and, and everything, which is very admirable to a lot of people. So I'm sure I know you have younger siblings, so I'm sure they look up to you quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, it definitely seems like they do anyways. So yeah, they're watching this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, Siblings are siblings, so they'll probably never admit it. So. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but, um, so did, uh, I know that family is really important to you. Mm-hmm. And so is that something that your parents or maybe your grandparents have kind of instilled upon you? Or is that something you kind of just fell, like found on your own? I feel like my parents definitely instilled that in us. Mm-hmm. Then again, just growing up and seeing how our family was, I always knew that you know I wanted a strong bond yeah. with everybody and you know just family is really important to me mm-hmm. um I like I love helping my siblings in any way that I can and same with them like they help me whenever I need advice or especially my older brothers yeah with all these job interviews that I've been having I always call them for oh, help really? yeah. um so it's, it's really nice to have that sort of bond um so yeah yeah, that's always good. And is there anything that you can like give advice to in terms of someone who might not be as close to their family? You know, like um, I know you're really close to, to your family, but you know, some people, you know, something happens and uh, it, it causes a rift in between parents and children, brothers and sisters, whatever the case might be. Mm-hmm. Is there something that you? can advise someone who might be listening who is in that situation and um, doesn't necessarily have that family support that they um, maybe they want or um, that they used to have and then it just kind of something happened and it caused that rift in between um, what sort of what what do you think that someone in that sort of position can do to either find the support that you would otherwise get from a family uh, or family members mm-hmm. um, or you know uh, like, what's something that you think that could help someone in that kind of situation? I, I'd have to say um, definitely getting that support from your friends. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes friends are just like family, you know? Yeah. And so definitely um, having the support from them, I think, would be really helpful. Um, yeah, that's what I'd have to say. Yeah. I mean, I, I know that there's a lot of friends that I have that I've... I'm really close to and can talk mm-hmm. to them about anything. So yeah. I think that that they can definitely play that or have that family support that mm-hmm. you would get. You know, you think of them as family, you know, Yeah. which is great. I mean, you know, have, if you watch all the Fast and Furious movies, it's all about family. Right? <laughs> <laughs> That's why the theme is family. But, um. No, yeah, that that that's true. Um, I have friends that are the only child. Oh yeah. And so um, they tell me that you know that they're really glad that to have me in their life. You know yeah. that I'm like a sister to them, or so it, it's nice to be that support for them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, there's a there's a lot. I feel like there's probably quite a bit of people out there that don't have a full family support. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, it's always, I feel like if you have it, you should feel lucky and mm-hmm. blessed that you have it because the more support you can get for anything that you do is amazing, mm-hmm. you know? 
there are, I mean, there are some situations where, you know, you can have a family member who is very unsupportive, though, too. You know, where it's like you want to do something like, no, you shouldn't do that because you're not going to be successful or whatever mm-hmm. the case might be, you know. But, you know, for the most part, if you have a good family support, it's always easier to get through things. Yeah, of course. Or even friends. If you have a great support from your friends mm-hmm. as well, it's always easier to get through things. And so um, I think that it's really great that you have both family and friends to support you. Yeah. And me. And you. <laughs> I have you. <laughs> yeah, so. Yeah, me too. Uh, yeah, I do have you. Yeah. So what's like a, a big, um, I get like not work-wise, but like what's like a big thing that you want to accomplish just personally? Personally? Yeah, because I, you know, there's always like that career goal mm-hmm. or yeah, goal that everybody's wants to work towards. You know, whether it's become a professional painter or become <laughs> a prof- or lawyer or yeah. a doctor or you know just anything along those lines, the professional podcaster. But um, on the right track. <laughs> but what do you think is like your own personal goal for yourself that you have or that you want to sort of accomplish or achieve? It's a good question. Um, I don't think I can answer that. You can't answer that. No. Like, you just don't want to share it, or... No, I just, I, I don't have, I don't have an answer to yeah. it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I feel like for me, personally, a personal sort of goal that I have, maybe this might help you trigger one for mm-hmm. yourself, but, um, like, I'm always trying to constantly become a better person, you know, uh, in pretty much any capacity that I can, mm-hmm. um, you know, helping others or um, helping the people that I care about really close to me. Um, I feel like by becoming a better individual in society um, as well, that that can rub off on the people that are closest to you. You know, for example, if you if you go out and you start volunteering at something very simple like a soup kitchen. Mm-hmm. Uh, all the people closest to you would see that and they would see that you're doing something that's beneficial towards not only, uh, not just for you, like yourself, but like for a lot of other people. And I feel like people see that and they sort of feel, get a little bit of motivation from it or inspiration from it mm-hmm. and might want to do something along those lines as well. Or, you know, the more people that you can get to kind of and then, you know, they have people that they care about that's close to them, and then they see that. So it's kind of like this um, domino effect mm-hmm. of positivity in yeah. a sense. And that's kind of what I try to work towards as best as I can. Of course, some days, you know, some days are better than others because that's just how life is. Yeah, of course. But, um, you know, you just want to have more of the better days than more of the worst days and do the best that you can to help others and that's one reason why I started this podcast in the first place is to do sort of that thing in a way Mm -hmm. Um, so I mean that's just like a personal thing for me like there's nothing that anybody from the outside can kind of help me with Um, well actually that's not true that's not true because how I said I can do something like 
volunteer at a soup kitchen and people can see that mm-hmm. I can see what other people are doing around me that are good mm-hmm. and get and you know be inspired by that by so them. actually I can I can see myself being influenced from other people mm-hmm. uh, that are doing good things you know so I mean that's just one thing that I like to work on yeah. more I mean I, I don't feel like I'm a terrible person I'm just <laughs> you can always be be better than better, what you are yeah you know? of course so just work towards that as much as you can I love that yeah so you still got nothing <laughs> no <laughs> no that's fine I mean that's something that's yeah like if you've never even thought about it you don't even realize what it really is yeah uh, until you actually sit down with yourself and think about it a little bit so um but yeah so what is this something do you think that like you want to now okay actually let me ask you this okay I know that you haven't really traveled to a lot of places mm-hmm. before, um, and you can go into as much detail as you want, but is there any certain reason why, because I know that's something that you really enjoy or you really like, right, mm-hmm. but you just haven't really done it that much, and so is there anything that has prevented you from doing that? or? Um, you know what what sort of reasoning do you have behind you not being able to do something that you really enjoy doing since we just had the conversation like you know do what you enjoy doing yeah you know you live a happy life yeah so what has been sort of that one or it could be a couple things that just kept you from doing that Mm -hmm. well for one i would say that um, I've always been in school and I was, I've always been working. Yeah. So I think that definitely played a role or didn't, I didn't really have time mm-hmm. to go out and travel. But then again, you know, there's summer there's time. Summer, I, was I about know to say there's that. summer. Summer vacations. Um, <laughs> um, you can take time off work. No, yeah, um, of course. Uh, but then there's also like the aspect of, um, you know, money, mm-hmm. being financially able to travel. I think also played a, a huge role and then even just growing up my family we never really traveled mm-hmm. um for the, the furthest place we've ever been to las vegas las <laughs> so, vegas yeah so you know what i mean <laughs> yeah. um so uh i think just seeing that that you know my parents never really took us to all these different places it makes me want to explore the world and see everything that i haven't seen yeah um there's so many places i want to visit um and i know you so, have a list right yeah I have, it's a long <laughs> list um but yeah you know school work um, not having time or m- the means to go you know what i mean um but um i hope that i can you know soon yeah. go to as many places as i can mm-hmm gotta do it while we're young that's true that is true especially if you want to do things like hiking Mm -hmm. and yeah exactly stuff like that and it's better to do it while you're younger but it's always i guess it might it's probably harder when you're younger too yeah (laughs) just because like you said the money time things like that Mm -hmm. so i mean i don't blame you for that but you know um yeah i mean as you know i really love to travel and i've been trying to do that as much as i can Mm -hmm. and so I mean, you'll come along with me whenever I, <laughs> wherever I go. If I uh, do end up going somewhere, you know, yeah. um, at least I'll invite you. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> but um, 
Yeah, I mean, it's. I can just tell you that by doing that, it has definitely changed my life in terms of just how I think about things in general, think about life and yeah. my mindset and everything. So um, I definitely encourage a lot of people to explore and see the world. Yeah, I know a few people and sometimes even older um, people. I've talked to this older gentleman once, um, just randomly. Back I used to live in Riverside. Um, randomly just ran into them, was having a conversation. I think where was I? I think I was like at a at uh, a juice it up or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> it was a place like that. And um, I was just there by myself, you know, just getting whatever. And then um, you were waiting for, we we're both waiting for our stuff. And uh, I had a shirt on that said like, uh, it's my outdoor goods shirt, which is, uh, it just says outdoor goods and it has like a little tree on it or whatever. Mm-hmm. Anyways, so he just kind of was like, oh, I like your shirt. And I was like, oh, yeah. I, I said, like, I, this is, I usually take this shirt when I go hiking or whatever. And, you know, the conversation start, kind mm-hmm. of started. And he was asking uh, me about a few places that I had gone. And I told him, or he told me, like, he, he was older too. Like, uh, like, he looked like he was about in his at least 70s maybe, yeah. 60s, 70s. And uh, he's like, yeah, I mean, I never really, like, left this area. Like, the, I think the furthest that he said he's gone was to Vegas, too, See? actually. <laughs> like... But, like, seven, like, 70 years without going anywhere, really, just, like, only staying in, like, Southern California yeah. or whatever. And not really going too far past that. I mean, I couldn't imagine... No, yeah. Like, just the trip when we went to Yosemite, it just... I've never been there before. It's just being there is insane. (laughs) It makes me want to explore all the different places that I've never been to before. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yosemite is one of my favorite places, and it will always be just because that's the first place that I went to. Mm -hmm. It was just me and a couple of my friends, and we just went. Um, We went to Yosemite. I, I, I was just like... I just texted them was like hey um, I'm planning on going to Yosemite are you down and they're like yeah (laughs) (laughs) would you say that kind of like sparked your uh, like your how do you say it like desire for travel yeah your desire to travel Uh, I would say so Uh, I definitely would say so I mean I read that Yosemite is a very beautiful place, but it's very different. And you can see pictures online, but it's very different than actually being seeing Being in it. person, yeah. And no. being in person and getting, uh, breathing in that fresh mm-hmm. air and everything. Um, so it's it's definitely different. Don't let anybody tell you that uh, it's not. You have to experience it for yourself. Like, don't just look I at a picture and be like, <laughs> yeah, don't just look at a picture and be like, oh, that looks cool. But, you know, you know, just, just it's, being there. Being there is completely different. Yeah. Being yeah, there is completely definitely. different. And, um, you know, I don't mind... Actually, I don't mind going to places by myself. Like, I could probably take a trip to Yosemite by myself and have a great time. Mm-hmm. But it's just the feeling of sharing that experience with someone else, whether it's one person, whether it's eight people at one time. It doesn't... That doesn't really matter. But, like, seeing the look on other people's faces when they're put into these beautiful places is really, really, it makes me happy to see Mm -hmm. that everybody's eyes light up and like, 
Yeah. All the because it's it's always feel good feelings. It's mm-hmm. never like anything terrible. Like you can be going through the worst thing that you could possibly go through, and you go to a place like that, and like the you know the the aurora around mm-hmm. you, everything, the vibe, if that's what if that's what you want to call it, just completely changes, and it does, yeah. you're immersed in this reality that you could never imagine. Mm-hmm. You know, so I mean, it's 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 just great, and so that's why I really, that's one thing that I really like about you as well that you enjoy that stuff too, even though you haven't really been there. But taking you to a place that you haven't been, even if I haven't been there, or I have been there, is, and just seeing the way that you or eyes light up or how you react is yeah. just—it's like me going there for the first time again. Yeah. <laughs> So it's great. I mean, and then there, there will be some places that we'll experience together for the first time, and I think that'll be great too. Yeah, I think so too. So, I mean, all of that is just—it's just amazing. It's amazing, and I highly encourage anybody listening, if you're on that verge or just going to a place like that or going somewhere, like do it because I guarantee you won't regret mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Even if you've never been to Vegas and you've always wanted to go to Vegas, <laughs> I say you take that yeah, trip. Yeah, even if go. you have no one to go with, just go by yourself. Yeah, yeah, I mean, uh, the world, the news will tell you that the world is a very, very dangerous place, but in reality, you'll find that most people are uh, a little bit nicer than what they're portrayed to be. Yeah, I mean, exactly. <laughs> I mean, you know, so... Uh, I never really judge people mm-hmm. um, based off of what others tell you, you know. Yeah. But anyways, that's a different topic. <laughs> that's a different topic, but yeah, so. Is yeah. there any place um, in specific that you want to travel to anytime soon? Um, I actually really want to travel to another country. I've only been out of the country, well... I guess twice, but I don't know. I don't really count Mexico. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe if I no, I don't count Mexico because I don't feel like I've gone went deep enough into it. Like okay. it was more of Ensenada. Yeah. It's like where the farthest I went. So <laughs> I mean, so I guess per, it's like Baja California or whatever. So I don't really necessarily count that. Yeah. I don't know, but um, if I was to go somewhere like. Cancun or Mexico City or some I don't know just yeah. someplace like that then I'd be okay like I've been yeah. I've been there you know uh, and then I went to England England mm-hmm. and um, so I, I definitely another country is on the top of my list I, I don't know which one I you know actually I do the, the which one would depend on the time of year I think yeah. so okay because during the winter I'd want to go somewhere in the southern hemisphere maybe Australia that'd be cool <laughs> oh that'd be cool yeah, and then like during the summer it can go, I don't know, somewhere in Europe or something like that. Italy or Greece. Yeah. <laughs> that would be amazing. Yeah, that would. <laughs> what about you? Do you have uh, anywhere that you, in particular you want to go, like kind of first maybe? Like it was like, if you had the money to go, like this is the first place you would go? Italy. Italy? Italy is Italy. on the top of my list, yeah. Wow. Yeah, for sure. Italy. Well, I guess technically we do have the money to go, but it is. <laughs> Right now it's a little difficult because of COVID. Yeah. But yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that's the first place I'd, I'd want to go to. That's Italy. Country. Yeah, Italy. Like, 
So I really want to go to Italy too. Um, this is going to be funny for you, but uh, I always thought Italy was cool or whatever, but I played this video game called Assassin's Creed. I don't know if you ever heard of it. I've You've heard, heard of it, it, yeah. And like, there's a good trilogy of the games based in Italy. And just looking through the game at the architecture that was in that time period or whatever it looked amazing to me. And I was like, I really want to go to Italy. But I would have never have known where to go oh, okay. until the video game. <laughs> like, I mean, of course, it's like go to Italy, go to Rome yeah. sort of thing. And like, you know, but now it's like I want to go to Rome, Florence, Venice, yeah. Naples. All these, like, different little cities. I think that'd be really cool. Probably really expensive, but really cool. <laughs> that'd be really cool. That's <laughs> such a cool experience, not gonna lie. Yeah. That'd be really fun. Why Italy for you? Um, honestly, just seeing the pictures, um, I think just how beautiful it is. Mm-hmm. I would like to experience that in person, see it firsthand. So do you, like, uh... Do you, is that how you find the places you want to go? Is just by looking at pictures or is it places that people told you that you should go or? Yeah, I, it, pictures. Just pictures pic- do you just or. Look up Italy? And like- no, 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 no. <laughs> um, so, like if I'm on Instagram oh, or, okay. you know, travel pages TikTok. pop up. TikTok. <laughs> travel TikTok. She's a big TikToker, everybody. Yep. Go follow her. <laughs> Um, yeah, TikTok, Instagram, um, or, you know, friends tell me places they've been to or places, um, that they've heard of, um, even in movies. Oh, yeah. Yeah, um, I think that's, that also plays a role in, like, what places I want to visit. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a, just a really quick question. Like, what's the most, so you, like, you enjoy nature, right? But, mm-hmm. like, what... What do you enjoy about it? Because I feel like you can definitely see a picture of nature and be like, oh, that looks really nice. But like like the first time you went and found yourself within nature, like what was what was it about nature that you kind of fell in love with? That everything is just so calm mm-hmm. and peaceful. And, um, you know, you can have so much going on in your head. But when you're in a place like that, um, everything just seems to change. Um, but yeah, just hearing the birds, the wind blowing, you know, yeah. it it's just amazing. I love that. And so, um, yeah, you know, just being there um, in peace and quiet, you know, I love that. The tranquility. Tranquility, there we go. Mm-hmm. There we go. Yeah. So there's a, I'm sure you know this by now, but... Um, one question that I really like to ask people that join my podcast um, do you consider yourself to be a happy person and also living a happy life currently yeah I think so Um, there's so much to be happy about Um, and especially coming out of I guess the dark place last year um, there's so much that I'm grateful for um just so much to be happy about, um, you know, my family, um, my friends. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, Me maybe. You of course. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, of course you. Um, but you know, it's it's just yeah. I I consider myself to be happy. No. Yeah. 
I mean, I'm really glad that you're happy. I think that's something that's really important to recognize, right? That you are living a happy life or you yourself are happy. Because that can rub off on people, right? Yeah. But what would you say, or let me put it this way. How do you know that you're happy? How do I know that I'm happy? Like, like, you know, you say you're happy, right? Mm -hmm. And you're living a happy life. But like, how do you know that? Is there something that you can share with those listening that you realized what happiness is for you? Um, Well, like I said, last year was really hard for me. Mm -hmm. Um, I guess just... I have a different mindset than I did last last time last year. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, I, for me, I think I'm a lot more positive. Oh, really? <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, a lot more positive. Um, and um, you know, just um, being grateful for even like the smallest, like being alive. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Waking up every day, seeing your your loved ones, seeing yeah. your siblings, like. Um, those small things, um, you know, that before you wouldn't really, well, for me, you know, it's something that, um, I guess I would take for granted. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so, um, I guess going through that rough patch that I had last year, um, just made me realize how important Mm -hmm. these things are. And, um, um, yeah, it, it's just that just shows just how much happier I am. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. I mean, I'm really happy that you can recognize it and realize mm-hmm. that, yeah, I am happy sort of thing, you know? Yeah. Um, so we, me and you, have been together now for about half a year now. And I consider us to have a pretty healthy relationship probably the healthiest relationship that i have ever had me too (laughs) (laughs) and so like what do you do to maintain that on your side or your end of the relationship like what is what do you like to have so that you keep the relationship healthy and and um happy you know um, I definitely have to say communication. Mm-hmm. You know, whenever something's wrong or, you know, if something's bothering us, we tell each other. Um, yeah. That way, like, we don't shut the other person out and just make them wonder, like, what's happening. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think that's really important in creating a healthy relationship. And I think that's something we have. Yeah. We definitely, definitely talk talk a lot about, like, our feelings. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely communicating. What about you? <laughs> That's your number one thing. That's, you yeah, communication. number one thing, communication. I mean, I would just pretty much say the same thing. Can you it's, copy my answer? I know, but Come it, on. It's true. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, uh, you definitely really communicate uh, our feelings for the most part, you know, and um, you know, there are times when maybe you might need a little bit of space and we'll just give that to each other, mm-hmm. but we'll end up communicating the space is never that long because <laughs> I think we both understand each other yeah. you know for the most part uh, but we're always able to talk things out with, I mean there's there honestly there hasn't really been too much yeah, that no. has 
you know made you or me upset mm-hmm. it's just you know things will always happen from time to yeah, time but of course. um and then you know it's just talking through i think that's really important rather than letting them linger mm-hmm. because then that just builds up to more and yeah more, you know but uh, other than that i would say my number one thing is trust trust i definitely like 100 percent trust have trust in you so it's like you know it feels really good to be able to trust yeah. your significant other. You know, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, that's really important. Yeah. So, I mean, is that some advice you would give to somebody who might be having some issues in their relationship is just to maintain communication and trust? Or I mean, Yeah, of course. I think trust is a big thing, you know. Um, communication, well, too. So, like, let's say that somebody has kind of lost some trust in their significant other let's just say that that as a hypothetical mm-hmm. what is like something you would tell them you know in terms of that for me personally i feel like it's very very hard for like once i trust somebody 100 percent and they some sort of break it a little bit it's very, very difficult for me to kind of trust them 100 yeah. percent again you know mm-hmm. um so like what would you say to somebody who might be in that sort of p- position or predicament yeah, so I have some experience with this, <laughs> um, but um, like we mentioned, you know, trust and communication. If you somehow uh, notice that you aren't as trusting, or how do you say that? Like you're not as a uh, yeah, trusting. Yeah, trusting of your uh, partner. Um, you know, just reach out to them, talk to them, mm-hmm. try to um, talk things out and see what it is that, um, you know, is going on between the two of you. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you go from there, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's yeah. communication. You have to communicate with one another. Yeah. And I feel like uh, one thing that a lot of people struggle with, and this is sort of one thing that I had to learn myself, is to when to let go. Because mm-hmm. it's very difficult to... Oh, yeah. You know, especially when you have a lot of, I guess, history with somebody, it makes mm-hmm. it a, little, a lot more difficult to yeah. let somebody go when you need to. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I think that if you're able to do that when you have to and you can make that decision to do that, I feel like that's already one big step in the right direction yeah. towards of progressing yeah. and finding out, finding the person or the people who make you happy you know mm-hmm. the right person yeah let's say well thank you for coming on yeah of course i really appreciate it <laughs> thanks um, for having me of course it's about time <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> yeah but um <laughs> i'm sure we'll probably have you on again sometime and we can talk a little bit more about I, there's a, actually there's a lot of things that we talked a lot about traveling and nature and things like Maybe that but once we start traveling we can Oh, yeah. Talk well, I mean, about. we already... Well, well we like, if we go to Italy? That'll be cool. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, it'll definitely have you back on, and we'll talk a little bit more about other things, probably. Yeah. So, but thank you. <laughs> of course, yeah. thank you for having me, babe. Of course. And uh, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.